Hello, this is Shani from Happy Hour News. This episode may contain graphic subject matter that might not be appropriate for all listeners. Be advised. Hello there, Sanchez. We're back. I know. Seems like a long time. We are. I just thought, you know, we do a countdown at the beginning like there's people actually waiting to fucking watch yeah. this shit. <laughs> oh, I can hardly wait. <laughs> Ooh, 30 seconds. Oh, no. Oh, oh what's going to happen next? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, had the barbecue. Had the COVID. Yeah, fuck. Again. Yeah. But I didn't bore anybody with the COVID diaries again because if you want to see what I went through, just go back and watch the COVID diaries because that's pretty much it. If you want to look into the eyes of a dead soul, <laughs> go back and watch the COVID diary. Yeah. So, yeah, I had COVID again and same as last time. Kicked my ass the first day and then it subsided and I just bored him. I Cabin thought, fever. I, I thought you gave it to me, but it turned out I was just... Sick. A pussy. Yeah, a pussy. It's okay. You get to be a pussy after you reach a certain age. Well, what age is that? It's, uh, 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got 20 more years. You got 20 more years, about, thereabouts. 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 So what the hell you been up to? We had a good barbecue. Like, yeah, it was a hell of a good time. Uh, buddy Blake came down from Fargo, and he had a good time. We got all sorts of different shades of fucked up. Oh yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. And some people from work showed up, and I don't remember half the night, but usually that's how it goes. It was uh, it wasn't quite as big a blowout as it had been in the past, but it was. It was, it was Fourth of July was, weekend, and it was uh, your your high school reunion weekend. Yeah, but nobody did shit for that. Nobody came down. Well, I mean, Lewis said that he was waiting for us to be on the float. For the parade and shit like that, and there was no float for the 25th, so I'm thinking they're waiting for the 30th or, I don't know, a few more people to die off. Well, how many of them are in jail, do you know? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know that my high school, I didn't graduate out of high school proper, but I know that, like, 10% of my graduating class committed suicide. <laughs> well, going to school with you, I yeah. could see why. Yeah. Fucking Brendan, welcome to the show, man. He says, shit, I can't be a pussy for seven more years. Is this Brendan Haggerty? Yes. Nice. I hope you're enjoying Oregon. Is he in Oregon? I think, yeah, I think he was fixing on, uh, let, let us know, Brendan. I think he was fixing on moving up last week. Moving? Yeah. He's no longer our resident Florida man? I know. Our, our, man, our man down south. What the shit? Our, our gator go-to guy. Well, he'll be closer to Matt and Greg then. Well, I th yeah, I think he's going to be real close to him. <laughs> <laughs> a little too close. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in again. Uh, he's in Minneapolis right now. Oh, Minneapolis. Nice. Okay. Kind of by us. Almost, yeah. Almost. Up, upper Midwest. Well, right next to nowhere, North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just, just east of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, he's oh, he's at the airport. Well, he's not really in Minneapolis uh -huh. then. Okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We got a shit ton of stories for you guys out there in video podcast land. Some of them may be two weeks old. Well, because we're two we're, weeks behind. Yeah, we're two weeks late, yeah. So, without further ado, where the hell you want to start? Oh, I want to start off something that you might find interesting. Uh, the headline goes, dispatcher who didn't send ambulance 
charge and woman's 2020 death. So somebody called 911 and the dispatcher said, nah, fuck it, you don't well, need an ambulance. What it was was they, they called 911, but not from the person's, the, the, the place where the person was. They just It don't the, matter. Well, yeah, well. Because I've had somebody in fucking another state call 911 because they were worried about someone here in town. Right. And they fucking, we were called out. You were called and you went, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, this this dispatcher, you know, because it wasn't the call didn't come from the place where they wanted him to go, she was worried that the person was going to refuse services. You know, so, so I, yeah, well, <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, evidently, it's a thing wherever this was, Waynesburg, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, a Pennsylvania nine one one operator faces a rare charge of involuntary manslaughter for failing to send an ambulance to the rural home of a woman who died of internal bleeding a day later. Despite a plea from the woman's daughter that without medical help, she's going to die. What the shit? Yeah, so... Uh, uh, it has Price to be charged very... with reckless endangerment, yeah. official oppression, and obstruction. Questioned Tichinell repeatedly during the four-minute call about whether Kronk would agree to be taken for treatment. Well, how the fuck should she know? Well, yeah. I mean, see, that's just it. Because she, she couldn't get a yay or an A from anybody. She says, you know what? I'm just not going to send it. And then, uh, yeah, see what happens. Fuck around and find out, huh, 911 dispatcher. Yep. You got a bad 911 dispatcher. So, uh, yeah, and I, and I agree with it. I mean. Agree with her? Agree with the the idea of charging her with involuntary manslaughter. Well, yeah. You know? Lives could have been saved. If nothing else, it sets a really good fucking precedent for all them other yahoos that don't think that they should, uh, you know. I've, for all we know, though, they might have a deal in, in their office where if you send an ambulance and, and it's all for a bunch of waste of time, maybe they get docked or something. No. No? No. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's fucking Well, there was ridiculous. a reason she didn't do it. She obviously had some, some reason for not doing it. Well, did you read the article? Not completely. Well, maybe there's the reason is well, yeah, stated she, in the she article. She didn't think that she didn't want to be responsible for sending an ambulance somewhere that they didn't want it. Well, that's, who the fuck cares? That's their job. She's a dispatcher. They dispatch shit. If somebody well, says that there's a... Kept saying, would, uh, Price said he would send an ambulance, but then added, we really need to make sure that she's willing to go. Why? She, she's going to go. She's going to go, Tichnell said. Tichnell said. Because if not, she's going to die. There's nothing else. She said that Conk was not thinking clearly and their mother's close, closest relation. When Price again asked Conk if... if if Kronk would, in fact, go, Tishnell replied, okay, well, can we just try? It's not up to the dispatcher if the fucking patient's going to go or not. It's, oh. it, they're there to dispatch fucking services, and she didn't do her job. She needs to get fucking canned, put in the fucking who's gal, and well, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Like Brendan says, play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That's right. Then he said, well, call us when you get there, okay? Well, when they got there, they took her to the hospital and... Uh, well, yeah, they didn't need an ambulance then. Fuck. Yeah. So she did end up going to the hospital. And dying. And dying. Yeah. Maybe she would have died anyways. Yeah, but the gal wasn't... It took her a long time for the gal to get to the house to take her to the hospital. It wasn't like, you know, a two, two three-minute drive. It took a long time to get there. This is unheard of to me. I mean, they'll send an ambulance for anything, Tichnell said. And here I am telling this guy that my mom's going to die. It's like her death. 
and she doesn't get an ambulance. Okay, the prosecutor, uh, Green County District, Dave Russo, said he's also investigating whether there was any policy or training under which the county's 911 dispatchers were allowed to refuse services to callers. It's not up to the dispatcher to refuse service for the caller. But but what they're doing is they're, he's at least investigating to well, find yeah. out whether or not there was a policy. You know, well there shouldn't if there is or shouldn't be. Well, you're right, there shouldn't be. If there if there was a policy, they should charge whoever set that policy in play for involuntary manslaughter. Well, here down at the bottom it says in a case Kelly teaches in dispatcher training, a nine one operator in Detroit received a year of probation in two thousand eight and lost her job after authorities said she did not take a serious take seriously a boy's calls to report his mother had collapsed. Five-year-old boy testified that the dispatcher accused him of playing games and hung up on him. While the dispatcher testified that she could not hear the child. Huh. Yeah. Well, any future yeah, well, dispatchers the, out there. Yeah. Don't well, the, the do that. lawyer for the, this gal for the nine uh, and the 911 supervisors, so evidently they're hauling the whole fucking well, yeah. match into court. They're going to vigorously defend the lawsuit. Do not believe they are liable for Conk's death. Oh, Cronk's Jesus. Death. Next story. Yeah, Fuck it. Yeah. I got to say, I'm wearing my Drunkle gear tonight. I saw Drunkle that. podcast, and I got my Drunkle koozie. I was going to get the battle bottle out, but it's so fucking, <laughs> so fucking hot out. Whiskey's just a bad idea right now. You know? Yeah, at least until it cools off, right? I'm pretty cool right now. Yeah. So you sent this I got to the me. Burps. You get on this one, Jenny. Which one? Uh, the uh, rescuer's free man stuck in pizza oven vent. I don't know if I put this one up. Oh, here it is. Oh, well, this this I brought you this one because this kind of reminds me of the guy, the meth head that was fucking stuck yes. in the goddamn windmill. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, we got some audio here, I think. Breaking news from DeKalb County, a man finds himself trapped in a vent, apparently as he was trying to break into a shopping center in Lithonia. We want to get straight out to CBS 46. Hello, Rebecca Caesars. Graham, she's live <laughs> off Covington Highway pizza, near pizza. DeKalb Medical <laughs> Parkway. And Rebecca, you were there when they pulled that man to safety. Well, that's, I don't know if they could still hear the audio. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's always uh, a little crapshoot, isn't it? I'm just going to exit out. Employees at a shopping center in Georgia heard a man yelling for help as they showed up for work Tuesday morning at Little Caesars Pizza. I didn't expect this. Staff Sergeant Brittany Davis, a recruiter for the U.S. Army, told the, the press she and a co-worker heard screams as they opened the recruiting office for the day. <laughs> we actually had to step back and see maybe somebody was on top of the roof. No, nope. a worker at Little Caesars Pizza next door heard the screams coming as well from a vent. He was actually saying that he can't breathe and he's having a panic attack. Well, no shit. I wonder if he's claustrophobic. Of course, I was concerned for him. He's a fucking idiot. She called 911 and the emergency workers jumped in the action. See, that's what a dispatcher should do. Yeah. Call 911 and they fucking send out fucking help. You call, we come, right? Kind of unconventional, something we don't deal with every day, which is a good thing. As a fire crew's... Uh, Fire crews and rescue cut away parts of the vent. They could see narrow, how narrow the space was where the man was trapped. <laughs> <laughs> we rescued her, rescuers finally freed the guy. Police officers put him in handcuffs 
and escorted him into a waiting ambulance. So he went from one bad situation to another. To another. He was complaining about dehydration. I wonder how long he's been in there. Well, I'm sure Friction burns. His idea was to, you know, break in and steal what? Pizza. I guess. You ever have that little Caesar's pizza? Oh, yeah. I used, that used to be my favorite. But how the hell is he going to get it out? I well, mean, I mean, and then, you know, just to, if anybody out there is planning to, like, rob anybody, you know, like to break and enter and stuff, anything that's like a metal box or a metal tube or a metal pipe that sticks through the roof of a building, stay away. All right? Because there's either something hot underneath of something with big spinning blades you know, it's just not a good idea. And if you think you're going to get into the ductwork and crawl around and, and get in that way, they, they'll fall. Well, you'll be <laughs> on the ground. Well, and there's no way to on, get back up. Depends on how light you are, how heavy. Well, a guy I mean, like Sanchez is, he, might. Yeah, well, I, fuck, I ain't going to be able to get into the pipe, let alone get down. Well, there you go. But, uh, I mean, the thing is, you, you get in there, okay, you get out of the ductwork, you drop down to the ground. Now how are you going to get back up in? Well, that's the thing is they don't they don't look at yeah they can't think past their nose. Well, that's because I don't know how many. Or maybe people, he just he could just kick the fucking door in once he's inside. Well, have, have you ever seen? You haven't seen those videos on YouTube where well, people yeah. are trying to break doors in and shit. And if they would have just pulled on it, it would have opened. My favorite is the guy that gets great big giant fucking rock and runs up and throws it against the the door and it's some kind of plexiglass bulletproof shit. And it bounces off and slaps him in the head. <laughs> Fucking guy goes down hard, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many people get away with it versus how many people think you're going to get well, away with it. Well, I, I there's uh, I had this lady. We were in an EMT class, and this lady or the, one of our teachers was a, a detective, a sheriff, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. And they were talking about, you know, all these Sometimes we got to go to a criminal's house and this and that, and, you know. And this lady's like, "God, criminals are so stupid." <laughs> and I and I, I I kept my mouth shut, and I'm like, "That's because the smart ones don't get caught." That's right, because you never meet a smart. You one. <laughs> don't meet a smart one because they keep their mouth shut and they don't fucking fuck up like right. these dumb fucks who climb into vents and get stuck. Well, yeah, and then and then the ones that do, you know, commit the crime and. Get away with it other than the fact that they either tell somebody, yeah. show somebody, fucking show their money on Facebook. <laughs> or Instagram. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, dipshit got caught. Yeah, he didn't He didn't give a statement on what he was actually doing, but it was pretty apparent, the guy said. Oh, Mr. Nasty worked at Little Skeezers for about two years. Oh, Couldn't yeah? eat it for years afterwards. I re- I'm What's old up, enough Chuck? to remember when all pizzas there were dumped two for one, pizza, pizza. You know, every time you ordered a pizza from Little Caesars, you got two of them automatically. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, they used to have the best spaghetti. Like, you'd get a great big giant bucket no, of spaghetti for like I disagree. six months. I thought it was good. Was this in Georgia? Uh, Brendan says at least it was Georgia, not Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yep, Georgia. Lithonia. Yeah. That is Lithonia. Lithonia. Sounds like somewhere in Flintstones would live. Yep. Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, Chuck Daniels was kind of stoned. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, is it? Is this our resident Florida man? This is a Florida man. We got a Florida man.
Florida man. Florida couple. Yeah, Florida, Florida couple. couple stole motorized shopping scooter from Walmart and then drove to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ba- hey, baby, you want to go on a date? I got a new ride. <laughs> it's kind of like that that one guy who fucking robbed the Walmart with a sh- scooter and took all that crab or king crab or lobster, whatever the fuck he was. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Then he, and then he got up out of the scooter and ran or and something ran, like yeah. that. Yeah, he, he loaded it up with all the frozen uh, shellfish he could handle. Yep. <laughs> Largo, Florida, Florida couple stole a motorized shopping cart from a Walmart and drove it to a local bar. According to WFLA, the incident happened Thursday one time some time ago. Security cameras captured footage of Jeffrey Robert Sable, 50, and I've heard that name before. I think he's a repeat offender. Oh, yeah? And uh, Santa Maria Walters, 32, taking the motorized cart from the store and driving off. The couple headed west. After the theft was reported, police found the cart outside a sports bar and located the couple. They initially denied stealing uh, the cart, but later admitted it. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Grand Theft uh, Walmart buggy. <laughs> Jug Daniels says, that's a hell of a date. Fuck yeah. I'm telling you. Hey, baby. Brandon, Want to see my new wheels? <laughs> Put your teeth in, honey. We're going out. <laughs> he dropped that meth in that gator. <laughs> that's it. That's short. That's, that's it, short huh? And short and sweet. Of it. Yeah. Of it. That's, you know, typical Florida. Yeah. Florida duo. The dynamic Florida that's a, that's duo. Okay. We got more. We got more from Florida here coming up. So here's oh, one. That is this Florida? No, this is uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Hey, that's where Brendan's at. Yeah. <laughs> So Minneapolis. Minneapolis. So this guy had a brilliant idea, right? He just knew it was going to work, especially in our, you know, in this day and age. A Brooklyn center man faces federal charges after he lit his own camper on fire to make it look like a politically motivated crime, and then allegedly filed several fraudulent insurance claims. I got a great idea. Where's Where's Tinsley's button? Which one is it? The pink one. I got a good idea. The U.S. Attorney's Office said Dennis. Valderm, <laughs> Oh, fucking Which, eight yeah. syllables. You get you get the good name, Sanchez. Oh, yeah. Twenty nine is charged with two counts of wire fraud in connection with the fire that took place on September twenty third, twenty twenty. Mueller reported to police that someone set fire to his camper because I had a Trump twenty twenty flag displayed on it and spray painted the Antifa anarchy symbol BLM and Biden twenty twenty on his garage door. <laughs> The U.S. Attorney's Office said Mola actually lit the fire to face the garage himself. Court documents show that Mola then submitted multiple insurance claims seeking coverage for the damage to his garage, camper vehicles, and the residence caused by the fire. Is there anybody in the house? I don't think the house caught on fire. Oh, okay. I think he's just claiming damage, like smoke damage or whatever. Oh. He would, His deal was he was going to collect as much as he could. Chuck Daniel says that sounds like some Kentucky shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mola submitted insurance claims totaling more than $300,000, receiving only $61,000 in the process. He then accused his insurance company of defrauding him. Court documents show he also yielded more than $17,000 from two GoFundMe accounts. This guy's right on the money here. (laughs) Brendan nailed it. He's another Jesse Smollett. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) He's a reverse Smollett. Is that like a reverse cowgirl? (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Yeah, well, and then, then, then it, the story ends like this. Mola made his first court appearance Tuesday. <laughs> the end. The first of many, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure the first of many. Holy shit. Yeah. 
And uh, that last store we had was in Largo. That uh, Brandon said that's ten minutes from his old house. Oh yeah. Do you? I wonder if he knows these cats. His name was unpronounceable Mola. No, not this. Story. Oh, oh, that about the Florida couple. Oh yeah, the Florida couple. Yeah. Actually, Chuck, go back to that one. Oh, I just closed it out. Closed it. Oh, here I can get back real fast. I was gonna. Well, I think I could pull it up here. I got it right here. You said it was some Kentucky shit. This guy kind of looks like you, Chuck. <laughs> He's wearing one of the face diapers, but. Face diaper? Yeah. Oh, a mask? Yeah. Oh. California pothole gate vigilantes make repairs themselves instead of waiting for the city. What is wrong with that? Nothing. I just thought it was uh, interesting. Oh, we don't do interesting on this show. No, we just started a brand new segment called Something Fucking Interesting on this show. Okay, we'll read it then. Okay, so there's this group of people who got tired of waiting for the fucking city to spend $8 million to go fill 10 potholes. So what they do is they sneak out at night, they <laughs> go around town, and they fucking fill potholes. And uh, well, it says some San Francisco area residents have had it with waiting for the city to send crews to fix potholes on the roadways and have taken it upon themselves to make the repairs. The pothole, pothole gate vigilantes have patched around 130 potholes in Vallejo as of Tuesday and have raised more than $7,000 via GoFundMe page to purchase asphalt and other repair materials. It's gotten to where it's dangerous, Dave uh, Marsteller, a volunteer with the group, told Fox News. Every day on our Facebook platforms, we're seeing five or six people posting pictures of tires bent, tires blown out. The group numbers around six to ten people who met through a so community. So what pit. are they using to fill these potholes? They're going to the like the home store and buying big bags of pothole patch. They got pothole patch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to use it at school all the time in the parking lot. It's like, it's like a coal, they call it a coal patch. And it's like uh, tar and gravel and stuff mixed together. And you just dump yeah, it in the hole and it, run it over a few out, times. You dump it in the hole and you tamp it down really good. And yeah, they they work pretty. It works pretty good. Uh, it can be hazardous tasks to undertake repairs without proper help with traffic control. He wrote, "Often these efforts and money will be wasted without adequate comp compaction techniques if the rains carry." So what city's doing is they're saying. Oh, they shouldn't be doing this because, you know, it's, it may not last very long. Well, fuck, they're not paying for it, you know, and well, it's happening today. It's going to last longer than not doing anything at all. Yeah. During one job, Mars Steller said the group members were given legal order to stop working by a city employee. However, he said as long as people keep donating, they will continue to make pothole repairs. The reason for their success, he said, is that they aren't bound by time-consuming and costly regulations and legalities placed on municipalities. They have to send out an engineer, someone to analyze, and then they have to do forensics. Forensics? And yeah, just, well, they don't want to, you know. Well, this is the wrong grade pothole filler. the habitat of the rare pothole-dwelling cockroach. <laughs> uh, Brandon says that's the hero our country needs right I'm now. I'm telling you, that is the kind of hero our country needs. And fucking Chuck said, I told him he looked like that dude. He said he was uh, questioned for a murder because of mistaken identity. Oh, yeah? And that's the thing, you know, you're a subject, you're, what was that, what the hell you say? You're a suspect somewhere to someone, uh, everybody? Every, every day, somebody's a suspect somewhere to some crime. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. 
So their next endeavor is to tackle trash on the streets and the removal of abandoned vehicles. So these people are going to start their own fucking, it's like a, a reverse Antifa, you know, instead of going out and breaking windows. They're going to repair and, windows. And, and, and putting big A's and shit, you know, right, spray painting and cr- causing vandalism. Yeah, they're going to go out and fix shit. I like it. We got another Florida man here. We got a Florida man attempts to outrun deputies on a John Deere lawnmower. <laughs> they don't go very fast. This is yeah. in Holt, Florida. Florida man used a lawnmower in an attempt to outrun deputies who were trying to serve him warrants Saturday morning. The Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office said 40-year-old Dusty Mobley was ultimately tased by deputies while trying to make a getaway <laughs> on his John Deere riding lawnmower. Mobley was arrested, found to have a gun and a handcuff key on him, so he was prepared. He was he knew what was going to happen, as well as a pipe with meth residue. <laughs> so is it illegal to carry a handcuff key? I don't think it is. Uh, we always hear about it. The guy had a handcuff key on him. I don't. Well, think I just think he's planning on getting arrested. So, <laughs> or he plans on getting away if he gets arrested. Well, I'm just curious if if a handcuff key is illegal. Uh, you know, I'd look say, it up. You got a fucking goddamn at your fingertips. I got the world at my ticka, fingertips. Ticka ticka, type away. Yeah, you've seen how I type. I know. Ticka ticka ticka. He's been held without bond in Okaloosa County Jail. He was charged with grand theft, grand theft of a vehicle, felony criminal mischief, two counts of resisting an officer, possession of a concealed weapon by a felon, carrying a concealed handcuff key, possession of drug paraphernalia, and felony failure to appear in court. Carrying a concealed handcuff key. He was charged, so obviously it's fucking illegal. Oh, yeah. This is not the first time Mobley attempted a unique escape. According to the sheriff's office, Mobley jumped into a swamp to avoid... Deputies trying to serve him warrants in January. Uh, he, yeah, during the incident, deputies said Mobley dove into a swamp after they tried to take him, talk to him about a stolen boat worth about forty grand. Uh, he's lucky a fucking gator didn't chomp his ass. Well, the skinny on the legality of the handcuff key. It's legal in all forty-nine states, with the exception of drumroll, Florida. <laughs> What? So you can own a handcuff key in all 49 states except the for Florida? The legality of the handcuff keys is fairly straightforward, with the exception of the state of Florida, which does have some specific restrictions on handcuff key possession. Handcuff keys are legal to possess in the United States. Except for Florida. Except for Florida, which have specific laws. It didn't, doesn't say what the specific law is. It says we do not encourage any illegal use of handcuffs keys. Right. Well, what would an illegal use be? Well, escaping from the police, maybe. <laughs> well, aren't there different keys? You know, they're not all the fucking. Oh shit. no, they're universal handcuff key. All handcuff keys have a universal key. That way, you can get arrested by one police officer in one place, and they can take the cuffs off anywhere. They have to be able to take the cuffs off of you, because otherwise, they would be, you know, irremovable. Say if they if Florida had their own handcuffs, you know, with their own special key, and they had to transport somebody up to Georgia, and in Georgia they didn't have that specific kind of key, so they make what they call a universal handcuff key. It's a little tubular thing with a little knock on the end. Ah, you can buy them on on Amazon, except in Florida. Well, I'm sure you can buy them in Florida. You just can't carry them. What the hell? I'll, I'll I'll link on website this week. I'll link to some. Uh, more information on the legality handcuff keys, uh, why they're illegal in Florida, what it is about them that's illegal in Florida, and probably 10 or 12 different places you can buy them. 
Handcuff keys are legal and easy to obtain and carry. There is nothing to lose from being prepared. There is everything to lose if you are not. All right. So, <laughs> so somebody cracks you over the head, throws you in a trunk of a car, handcuffed. Wouldn't you like to be able to have access to a little handcuff key? Oh, I suppose, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at getting busted and having a key on. Well, that's what most people are well, thinking. Yeah, nobody's thinking know. they're going to get handcuffed, thrown yeah. in a trunk, every, I guess. Every, trust me, everybody that got th- thumped over the head and thrown in a truck handcuffed, well, I'd say not everybody, but a major percentage of them wasn't expecting it. Well, no. Yeah. Well, that does it for our first half. That was pretty quick. Nice, yeah. We should probably uh, take down a, a little bit. <laughs> slow down uh, on the... Drinking or the oh, no on the speed of these stories, I'm like a guy that hasn't had any for a while, and I was let's, let's get to it, man. Introducing the gig industry's new product for the modern DIY enthusiast, the Mark III Home Cremation Station, completely freestanding, self-contained backyard barber disposal unit. Finally, an answer to the problem of messy, inconvenient, and downright embarrassing corpse conundrum. Wait! Having a large get-together? Need to feed a bunch of people? Well, the Mark III Home Cremation Station has a patented heat recovery technology. That's right. You can smoke your sausages and Uncle Bill at the same time. Got a dead body problem? Is your rec room getting pretty ripe? Just drag those stiffs and stuff them in the convenient human hopper with state-of-the-art screw-feed technology. Set it. Forget it. The companion app will inform you when the process has reached the proper temp for roasting a chicken or rendering Ram McGurdy to a smoldering pile of brittle bones. Order now, and you'll receive the Polarizer 6000, a high-powered bone-grinding nightmare machine. No, seriously, you'll have nightmares. But why wait? 877 555 GI GS Day. In a world, there was one podcast that could save the planet from taking itself too seriously. It's the Screaming Chewy Show. From celebrity interviews to conspiracies and some Friday night funkery, we will tackle some of the craziest topics you won't want to miss. Oh, and lots of fuckery. It's the Screaming Chewy Show, the only podcast variety show you'll need in your day. Follow us and download episodes now. Mr. Daniel says he's been booze-free for two days trying to space out the drinking. Oh, yeah? Well, in all actuality, I was booze-free the whole time I was COVID-stricken. I figured I, I wasn't on call. I didn't have to go to work. Might as well get drunk, right? No, it didn't work out that way. Out that way. I I tried a uh, a couple mixed drinks, and it tastes like shit. I tried a beer, and it tastes like shit. I'm having a hard time to- choking these down right now. Well, but you I, never were a big beer guy. No. No, not really. But it is hot out, like I said, it and it's hot out. It's fucking. Well, you know that's the thing about well, you know it's those. That first big cold, ice cold beer when it's super hot that's just really does it for you, you know. And I down that one Yeah, you, you didn't pretty good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was weaned on beer. Uh, what do you got for round two, Sanchez? Oh, so, how about a Russian mother? Russia? Russia. We got Russians? We go to Russia. We get we we Is that war still going on? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. yeah, fuck shit. Yeah, it's happened since 
February, I think. Yeah, I mean, they didn't just lay down and say, you know, come on over. Exactly. Yeah, them Russians, they're bastards. I mean, they're they're dirty. Well, we got the Russian story now, but Russia don't give a fuck, Russia right? don't give a fuck. Russian mother arrested for selling newborn baby to pay for a $3,600 nose job. <laughs> well, she does have quite the honker on her. Yeah. Looks like somebody bashed her upside the head, too. Yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Five-day-old baby for only $3,600. Yep. Says, uh, was it her baby? No, small. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Was it somebody else's baby? Uh, uh, A heartless Russian lady reportedly been in prison for selling her newborn kid to pay for a $3,600 rhinoplasty. According to the sources from the Daily Star, the woman who was 33 years old, whose name has not been made public by Russian media. Because you probably can't fucking pronounce all those triangles and fucking symbols. Thank you so much for one thing, Uh, was brought into custody at the end of May on suspicion of being involved in the trafficking of human beings. It is reported that mother gave birth to baby boy April 25th at hospital in city of Kaspiskisk, located Kats, in Kats southern biscuits. region of country, and then sold him just five days later to a local couple that was wanting to become parents. Yeah, you just news, turned you news, turned Russian, huh? Yeah, Newsflash got a statement from Russian officials that said the heartless mother met with local resident to agree to give up her helpless newborn son son exchange for two hundred thousand rubles, thirty two hundred dollars. <laughs> On the same day that she allegedly gave the boy over to his new parents, she allegedly provided them with a waiver for the rights to the child in exchange for a modest upfront payment in the amount of three hundred sixty dollars U.S. <laughs> three hundred sixty down payment. Yeah, um, three hundred sixty down, forty nine ninety five a month. <laughs> we'll paint any car for seventy five ninety nine. <laughs> On May twenty sixth, less than four weeks later, it's believed that the woman received the remainder of the cash. However, the police were tipped off shortly after the transaction was completed. It is unknown who called the police, but the woman, along with the man, oh, shit. with the man and the woman who had unlawfully adopted a newborn son, was hauled away into custody almost immediately after the call was made. The woman is said to have given the newborn child to the new parents along with the baby's birth certificate, but the new parents denied having paid any money to the woman for the infant. She forgot to get a receipt. Yeah. <laughs> they reported that the mother then requested $3,200 to cover expenses for a, of a nose operation for the sake of improved breathing and that way and that they were pleased to comply with the request so they're claiming oh she just gave us the baby we didn't buy the baby from her she just gave it to us oh and then later she said she needed a nose job so she could breathe better yeah the mother seen in the police photo smiling after being Sounds like she needs a frontal lobotomy apparent that she was unable to get her rhinoplasty done before authorities and the picture over here says she's seen after she's arrested holding what? A baby. A baby, yeah. That's not her, is it? Yeah. The mom? Yeah, that's what it says. The mother was seen in a police photo smiling. She ain't smiling. Oh, no, that's not her, is it? No, that's not her. That's her. Yeah, that's now that is a nose that needs to be fixed. I'll 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 give her that. I think that's the uh the next mother. The it, one that it could be, yeah, the one that ended up with her. Yeah. According to the reports, the official Russian statement went as follows. At present time, number of investigation operations being carried out, the goal of which to establish all circumstances surrounding commission of crime. 
and to consolidate evidence of suspect's guilt. According to the additional statements made by officials, she is accused of committing a felony under paragraph H of part two of article 127.1 of the criminal code of Russian Federation. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm supposed to be flying to fucking Pennsylvania tomorrow. I know, but you're not. Fuck you. Well, I mean, but you're not. But I'm not. So tell everybody you're not. Yeah. Why aren't you? Because I had COVID. They don't want you all bundled up inside their airplane, huh? I could have just denied everything, but I figure that's not the right thing to do. You could have lied. <laughs> Fuck. So how about a nice cop? No, I want a bad cop. Okay, how about a bad cop? Police. A, a popka officer arrested for DUI while in marked patrol car. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Orlando, Florida. We got a Florida man, yeah, Florida cop. Florida cop. You read this one. Well, where the fuck is it? Apocopoca? Apopka. Apopka? An Apopka police officer has been arrested for DUI. End of story. <laughs> According to the Apopka Police Department, uh, Eustace Police Department conducted a traffic stop on an officer who was in a marked agency vehicle. And the agency issued uniform for a suspicion of driving under the influence. Officer identified as five-year veteran of the department, 25-year-old Oscar Drunkfuck, was arrested for DUI. So wait a second. 20, he's been there for five years, and he's 25 now. So he was hired when he was 20 years old. Good that's, job. That's what we need is more kids carrying guns. You know. Good job. You can do math, Sanchez. Yeah. Eustace police said around 6 p.m. on 4th of July, they got a report that the Apopokokaka Police cruiser was driving recklessly on Highway 441. When uh, the dude was pulled over, the responding officer stated that he noticed an open beer in the center cup holder. <laughs> I mean, really, you're in a fucking marked car in uniform. You're going to have a fucking brew. I wonder, if, I wonder if he's leaned all the way over to once to the middle of <laughs> with one hand up here like this. According to the report, the dude told the officer in slurred speech that he had been on his way back on his way back to work, and he decided to stop at the fucking liquor store and get a sixer, huh? Yeah. He also stated that he is prone to having seizures and did not feel well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's also said he took several Benadryl a few hours ago, but initially denied consuming any alcohol, except for the beer that was in his fucking no, cup this, holder. This, this is for medicinal purposes. The officer reported smelling a strong odor of alcohol and asked the dude to step out the vehicle. The arrest report states he staggered and used the cruiser's door to stand. While speaking to EMS, this guy stated that he consumed three tall boys. I got a tall boy. And he said he was supposed to have a six hours between drinking and going to work. So he's allowed six hours. And in that six hours, he's going to get as drunk as fucking possible. Yeah. <laughs> and then go back to work. I'm not even going to shower. I'm going to keep my cruiser and my uniform on. Yeah. And I'm going to get fucking shit-faced. And, and then, then go, go back, back to work, work yeah. six hours later with a gun on oh, my hip. Oh, he's supposed to have six hours between drinking and going back to work. Oh. So he thought he had six hours to sober up. My my story's better. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Because the breath test revealed that this guy's blood alcohol was point three nine one. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's almost four times. Langang says, move along, nothing to see here. <laughs> Oh, he's been Welcome, Lang Gang. 
Hey, we, we missed you, Lang Gang, at the party. This is a developing wasn't, story. Wasn't so the same without you. Tune in to Happy Hour News Team, and uh, we'll, we'll get you the rest of the story. Uh, the yeah. rest of the story. So the good news is, is he got uh, his 4th of July weekend off. He didn't have to work. Yeah, the judge wasn't in until fucking Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> what a, yeah, that's a bad cop. Yeah, that's a bad cop. What's well, a stupid cop? Well, he's a kid. Yeah. Fucking dumb kid. There's one from Oklahoma. That's where that douchebag stole our camper, too. Yeah. I wonder if this guy, I wonder if he goes noodling with this guy. Oh, noodling. That's when you stick your fucking hand up a, yeah, a catfish's ass or some no, shit. You, you go along the bank, bank and you stick your hand up in these holes that are cut up underneath the bank and you grab a big old catfish by the mouth and you pull them out. People die doing that shit, don't they? Well,. I don't know. I don't think too many of them died. I'm sure some of them do because I'm I'm believing that this is probably a sport that was invented while people were drunk. You know? <laughs> I bet you I can grab that that catfish out that goddamn hole. Oh, I bet you I can. I bet you I can. Give me here. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what, uh, what does it say? And and Pontotoc County, Oklahoma. Oh Oklahoma, man, all man. these fucking crazy fucking oh, yeah. names. Well, you know it's. That's used to be Indian country. Oh, it still is Indian country. Oklahoma, they've got big Indian reservations in Oklahoma. Lang Gang says, you hope you grab a catfish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else? I mean, Oklahoma, is there gators there and shit? No. What I else? I don't know. There might be. It's it's like it's just. down there. It's just uh, east, northeast of Texas. Louisiana, so, there's Louisiana, gators. it's north Louisiana. Nah, I think they'd have to go yeah, through Texas. No, yeah. Those gators would be dead. Yeah. Hey, look, there's a fucking gator. Pow! <laughs> yeah, the, the Oklahoma, some Oklahoma police department would have arrested all of them. <laughs> and then they like to arrest people in Oklahoma. An Oklahoma Except man, for the guy who stole my camper. Yeah, an Oklahoma man was arrested for killing fellow noodler in Pontotoc County, claiming the killing was related to Bigfoot summoning. Oh, we got Bigfoot now. Yeah, according to the Oklahoma Statue Bureau of Inve- Investigation, uh. Larry Sanders and Jimmy Knighton were noodling in the South Canadian River. That's way south for a Canadian river. <laughs> yeah, so Canadian. Yeah. So, 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 uh, ugh, I yeah, can't even talk. So south, it's in Oklahoma. On July 9th, when a fight broke out between them, Sanders reportedly hit and strangled Knighton. He uh, appeared to be under the influence of something, said Potomac County Sheriff John Christian. His statement was that Mr. Knighton had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him. That's why he had to kill him. That's why I had to kill Mr. Knighton. Sanders was initially arrested on an outstanding warrant and booked into Pontotoc County Jail on July 10th. Authorities found Knighton's body and charged Sanders with the murder in the first degree. Medical examiner determined the cause and manner of Knighton's death. That's where it fucking ends. So when I when uh, Langang said you hope to catch a fucking catfish, I never thought of a fucking snapping turtle. Oh yeah, dude, that would fucking ow. There was that one TV show about the turtle guy, Turtle Man, whatever. Turtle Man. Yeah, he was he was down down south somewhere. I think Louisiana or could be Oklahoma. I don't know, but he would uh, take his shoes off and go into these ponds and wait around barefoot. 
until he felt one of them snapper turtles with his toes. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and he would, and he would reach down, and he would grab this snatch, snapper turtle, and they were, like, fucking big. I think Dude. I remember that. Yeah, they call him the turtle man. And he yeah. said he never got bit. Oh, bullshit. That's what he said. Oh, he had all his toes. He'd always point his toes. See, I got all ten of them. Yeah, he was a good old boy. Looked a little bit like this guy. If something happened to this guy's nose. <laughs> Big and his ear. Bigfoot got him. Yeah, well, I think Yeah, I think something happened to his ear a long time ago. <laughs> something happened to his face. Yeah, it looks like he might have had a little stroke maybe. Oh, fuck. So Chuck Daniels asking uh, off topic here. Yeah. Uh, Pantera, metal band from back in the day. Uh, Dimebag Darrow was their guitarist, and he got shot. And then Vinnie Paul was their drummer, and he recently died probably four or five years ago. But Pantera's going back on a reunion tour. Not a reunion, but just out on tour again. Yeah. With Phil Anselmo. And, uh, but here's... Uh, Here's the kicker. They're going to have Zach Wild playing guitar. He's Ozzy's guitarist okay. for uh, Dimebag Daryl. And I forgot who the drummer is going to be. But I think I I think I would pay money to go see it. I don't know who any of these people are. I know, because you're old. Because I'm old. And I never cared for anything that young the, people what like. What's the name of the band, Pantera? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell you one Pantera song. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. I jammed to them today at work. But on uh, Black Label Society, yeah, yeah, Zach Wilde, Black Label Society. But uh, the drummer, who the fuck is playing drums? I just read it earlier. But I think it would be a good show. I think Phil Phil Anselmo is uh, getting bored, so he wants to go back out and do something. Who's Phil Anselmo? He's a singer. Okay. Or the screamer, whatever you want to call him. The guy. He's the, the guy. guy. He's the guy. Oh, Charlie Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. Uh, Bennett, whatever the fuck his name is. Well, yeah. We're about out of stories here, Shanny. What? What are we going to do? I'll pull something. No, nah, dude, I got one. You got one? All right. I got one. I'll find one. It, we got like the, uh, <laughs> it's like the human praying mantis. Woman pleads not guilty to, ca- to decapitating oh, partner yeah. mid-sex. Wisconsin woman has entered a plea of not guilty to homicide charges after being accused of decapitating her partner with a metal chain mid-coitus, dismembering his body and severing his penis. In a courtroom in Brown County, Wisconsin, Taylor, <laughs> she business. Have we done this story? I think we did this story. I was going to ask you before. <laughs> that name sounds yeah, familiar. Yeah, I think, I think we did this story like a couple of years ago. How could we do it a couple of years ago and it was... I just found it. I mean, it just popped up on my Reddit feed. Uh, Wisconsin woman entered not guilty, uh, acted beheading her lover during intercourse, and dumping his severed head and penis into a bucket. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did this story. She business, 24, was charged with first-degree intentional killing, mutilating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. It was arraigned in Brown County Circuit Court on Tuesday some time ago, I'm guessing. Criminal complaint, Shabiznis was charged with killing 25-year-old Shad Therian by strangling him in a residence in Green Bay in February. February. It just says February. It doesn't say February when. Uh, I don't know. Just hours before Therian's death, Shabiznis, the 
according to the Brown County Sheriff's Department, investigators removed an electronic monitoring device she was wearing for a separate crime. She had a warrant out for her arrest for breaking the terms of her release, but she was not found until after the gruesome murder was discovered. February 23rd, a woman in Green Bay called the police after discovering her son's severed head in a bucket at a residence at Stony Brook Lane. Holy fuck. Uh, she business claimed that the cops are going to have fun trying to find all the organs. <laughs> no, no, this this was in March of, of this year. Yeah, so we didn't do this one. Yeah. 24-year-old admitted to detective that she had, she in theory used change to have intercourse at, at his mother's home after smoking meth. Well, of course. But we did do a, a story like this. Well, I, I remember the name. Well, I remember this a story about somebody getting their head cut off during sex. Well, I remember Shabiznis because I fucking made fun of the shit out of it. That's like a female praying man. It's going to be a thing now. There's none of Shabiznis. None of Shabiznis. Yeah, I remember, yeah, the Shabiznis. Uh, well, I mean, you know, she gave him Shabiznis. Yes. So there's uh, two people in the world named Shabiznis, at least. Well, you should look that up. Shabiznis. How do you spell it? I don't know. Shabiznis. Hold on a second. Okay. Do it. Uh, Lexington, Florida, or Gainesville, Florida. You got lacrosse man charged with indecent exposure, of course, showing his wiener. Two counts of indecent exposure after two residents in Lexington Crossing Apartments reported a man masturbating in a stairwell. Well, at least he's doing it indoors, I guess. <laughs> Not in front of, you know, uh, well, what was it? It was in front of people. There was the one in the hair salon. There was a bar Oh, yeah, shop. he was yeah. parked outside. Yeah, parked we right out in front of the big picture window. <laughs> Gainesville Police Department detectives were in the area for a specific purpose for of watching Mosley, who was reportedly su- a suspect in a series of approximately 11 indecent exposure incidents. Well, where the fuck do you draw the line? He's got know. 11 fucking indecent, indecent exposure incidents. We're going to wait for number 12? Holy shit. I'm getting hammered. Yeah, I look up your business, and it's all this gal. Maybe it was the other stories we did on her. Taylor Shabiznis, Taylor Shabiznis, Taylor Shabiznis. Mosley has a previous conviction of indecent exposure from 2017, resulting in one-year probation. He is currently facing four counts of indecent exposure in two cases. He has been released from custody. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Well, I mean. Why is he being released? He's just going to go show his shit somewhere else. Maybe is he judge, proud of it? I wonder. The judge wants him to give, give him a second chance. Say it. Say it, Sanchez. I don't want to look at it. I wonder what it looks like. I bet you that's why he's proud of it. Maybe he like, is. Hey, look at this. Look at this black old python. What was that, uh, what was that movie? Mind your business, Shelly says. Mind hey, your business. I got drunkle stuff on. Woo! Mind your business. <laughs> Oh, fuck. We got eight minutes left. You got time for one more? All right. You got one? I don't know. Uh, uh, here's one. Uh, uh, hey, Shabiznis. Yeah. Maybe we should have named it Shabiznis. Fuck, man. I'm looking. A Chinese ice cream brand goes viral. Uh, let's check out this one. Okay, last story. We got All a right. fucked up animal fact. This comes out of the Philippine Star. Chinese ice cream brand goes viral after products don't melt even when blasted with a blowtorch. <laughs> so you can eat your ice cream at, at today at, you know, on a hot day and it won't melt. Chinese brand. Makes you wonder, does it, how, is it even going to melt in your mouth? 
A Chinese brand once dubbed the Hermes of ice cream has come under fire after internet users said some of its products do not melt, even when baked with a blowtorch. Video showing choice cream, ice creams staying solid when lighters were held to them went viral, revealing they did not fully melt when left in a 31 degrees Celsius, 88 degree Fahrenheit room for an hour or under a very hot flame. There's a video here, but it's all in Chinese. We believe... Glad I'm not the only racist here. Racist? <laughs> you want to race? I, I show you already. We race. Well, last time, okay, we got some ice cream that doesn't melt. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We believe it's not scientific to judge the quality of ice cream. Like, by baking, drying, or heating ice cream, the brand said in a Weibo post. You know what? China's up. not listening because they're not allowed I to. Know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that we're. T- ding, 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 the <laughs> there might be some Chinese Americans listening. <laughs> they understand. Yeah, I'll bet they do. <laughs> not a- welcome. A- AFB could not verify the videos and America's funniest home videos. Yeah. <laughs> a food additive used to preserve the structure, commonly used in mass-produced ice creams, has been widely approved for use, including by the U.S. Drug and Food Administration. All right. Well, last time I tried playing this video, it got all sorts of fucked up, so we're going to play it again. All right, do it. From El Gato Del Rio. Nice. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye.
voces para sas bien presuro hacia la